The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Responsible for fixing your life. Look at the person in the mirror. The person. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, welcome to my brother, my brother and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother in 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Who here has never listened to my brother, my brother, me before? Nice. How confused were you when a Frankenstein head popped up on the screen? Uh, We just really like him. We think he's great. Welcome to your number one Frankenstein fan cast. Uh, so welcome, my brother, my brother, me. This is a kind of a notable episode uh, in terms of the live shows we've ever done in our entire lives because we are sober. <laughs> I want to step in here and say I've done a lot of shows with diarrhea. There was no way I was drinking during those. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is par for the course for me. Uh, um, I, how has everybody's pod... This is like, you know, fishing for applause, but how has PodCon treated you all? It's, it's, it's nearly the end of day one. Um, I have just... I've had a great time. I'm, my mind is flooded with great new podcast ideas. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a sense of I love meeting everybody, but I bet at least a few people in this room have had this thought. This has been so fun. I would actually at this point like to just go home and listen to some podcasts, please. <laughs> I need a little bit of a break. I mean, wouldn't it be great? That Maybe that's something we could offer at PodCon 3. We're like, you're all sitting there watching, but also you're wearing headphones and just getting the audio feed through there. And you're all in individual cubicles and don't have to see each other. That would be. That's the dream. Uh. I had an idea for a podcast. I wanted to bounce off of you guys because I'm looking for collaborators. I'm shopping around currently. You're looking for funding. I'm looking for $1.5 million in startup funding. I had this idea for a podcast that was inspired from my experience of being here. And the podcast, I don't have a title or anything yet. Uh, it's still very early days. Um, but it's about how to use a convention center bathroom like an adult. Huh. And that's not a judgment of the PodCon attendees. I would say you all are above average in that department. I've been to a lot of cons in my day, and there's just something about stepping foot into a convention center that makes a lot of people apparently feel like, this is not my home. I can do whatever I want in here. It's universal. It's not just podcast. Marie Kondo could be doing like a manners convention and step into a convention center bathroom stall and be like, let's... Let's see what I can do in here. This is my canvas. <laughs> this brings me joy. <laughs> um, I, I, I really, I like podcast. Uh, probably Comic-Con is the best for this because I love seeing beloved, <laughs> I love seeing beloved characters come out of the shitter. There's nothing, there's nothing better than like, I just saw Deadpool and he was pooping. <laughs> <laughs> seeing, seeing a Spider-Man walk out of a bathroom stall, and you're like, oh, so it's a sick, sick costume. And you walk in there after them, and you're like, great responsibility, dog. Like, this is, you've done irresponsible things in here, Spidey. But more than that, I've also seen poor cosplay planning, where I did once see a Spider-Man walk up to a urinal and go, oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I just had to picture a fully naked Spider-Man like at that, point, the, at that point, the mask becomes essential. 
No one can know. So anyway, we hope you're enjoying podcast convention, too. Uh, we know we are. So let's get into the podcast proper. This is an advice show where we take your questions and turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. Uh, later on in the program, we're going to be taking some uh, questions from the audience. Uh, so please uh, start cooking those up in your noggin. We're going to do uh, uh, some other stuff first, though. So let's get right into it. That sounded sinister. No, but this is wonderful because normally when you do this at home, people can't see that. It's not that you don't have the questions pulled up. You just don't know what you're saying. <laughs> So here we go. <laughs> I work for a grocery delivery service downtown, and one of our regular customers is Macklemore. <laughs> he is always buying the best food in the store. Pizza, soda, chips. <laughs> in large Where enough, is this store? This is, where is this person? Is what I want to know. The best stuff. What else does the store sell? <laughs> Uh, in large enough quantities that I know he has to be throwing some baller parties. I frequently shop this order for him, and it always makes me hungry. How do I get him to invite me to these parties? <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some Macklemore in Seattle? <laughs> Question. Is, is Macklemore a Seattle person? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Don't brag about it. Round of applause. How common is this? Have y'all seen Macklemore around? Holy shit, that's like half of you. Are you here, by the way, question asker? All right. Awesome. Okay. Are uh, you prepared for the reality that you get there? I'm like, he invites you in, and it's just him eating eight bags of chips by himself. <laughs> oh, thank God. Please come in. I'm so lonely. Um, um, I'm going to pop some bags. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to ask. I've been buying the best pizzas. <laughs> Finally, I'm only someone... getting name brand sodas. Come on. Hey, don't lie to me. If they invented any new chips yet, <laughs> you promise you tell me, right? If they invent any new chips, Macklemore's got to be on the edge of chip fashion. Do you think he would take a bite and be like, more like Cracklemore? <laughs> no, please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I need you to, I need you to think through whether or not you really want Macklemore to invite you to his party. If Macklemore, I know that you think in theory you do, but if Macklemore's like killer, see you at eight on Wednesday night after church. If you, <laughs> after youth group, after youth group, if you are standing outside his door at seven fifty-five, are you really? There's not a moment where you're like, am I gonna really go into Macklemore's house? <laughs> Because you're not going to know anybody. You're not going to know fucking anybody. Except Macklemore. And Macklemore's going to be like, look, this is my grocery person. I'm crazy about them. They were, They're cool. They're so cool, guys. Hold on a second. They always get me the best chips. You remember last time at the last party we had chips? They brought those. All of them. So let's take a moment to thank this grocery delivery person for the great chip. Thanks I, to the pizzas and sodas, too. I don't want to let that get lost in the shuffle. I don't, hey, I don't Macklemore, think... why did you buy pizza at the grocery store? <laughs> if you're here, please. If only there was an easier way to have pizzas delivered. I know you're huge on thrift, but please, you don't have to resort to Tombstone, Macklemore. <laughs> I don't think there's a person alive who is talking to somebody and they're like, how did you meet your best friend or significant other? And they'd be like, I met them at Macklemore's party that he had at his house. Didn't really know anybody there. Hey, how about a Yahoo? Yahoo. Uh, here's a Yahoo that was sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user. Well, something's gone wrong. So I'm going to call them Bryce asks. Can a PowerPoint be sexy <laughs> like a sexual experience so we're not talking about like the pic the slides don't contain sexual material yeah i think that would be a little too on the nose this is more like the deliver the tone of voice the pacing the framing of it <laughs> itself can be you um, know i i think that when you see someone do something they're very good at, that can be intensely. Like if you see someone play. Were you about to say the words intensely sexual out loud? I was. I pulled the ripcord and I bailed out of it. Uh, three quarters you, of the you way. Stuffed the ripcord back in the hole. Like no, 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 get back in there. Please ripcord. don't look at my parachute. 
That was a and that's all I've got. Bye. Nope. That's my time. That was a challenging thought to float at a convention about a specific craft, Trav. Thank you. See, I guess what I'm saying is, you know when you watch Hank and John make a podcast and you're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the pacing is so important with a sexy PowerPoint. Because a lot of people just rush through them before they've completed their thought and you have to slow it down. Hit every bullet. <laughs> what I love is when I just... Make me wait for it. When I'm just about to... Hold your hand up to the screen and act like you're going to click and just let your thumb caress the button. And then you're saying, moving on. Here we go. The next thought is coming up. Right... <laughs> and they can just come. Come on! I mean, it was obviously fucking implied, but Jesus! Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. God. Can we take it back? Edit that out. Of your brains! <laughs> I mean, you got a laser pointer, you could ostensibly go real fast with it to make sort of a laser light show of some erotic shapes. And I won't be blue like my rude brother, Travis. <laughs> this rude boy. I guess I'm on. kind of the bad boy of the podcast. <laughs> Last summer, this, won't play, this won't play in audio. No way. We still have to distribute this. Last summer, I was working for a summer camp and I and told my mom that I needed a pair of khaki shorts. The official clothes of summer camp. If you're going to summer camp or <laughs> catching Pokemon, so I got a pair of khaki shorts. She proceeded to buy me three pairs of them. This was fine. And <laughs> until the next week when she bought me three more. This continued every week until I begged her to stop buying me khaki shorts. How do I keep this from happening to me again in the future? That's from Covered in Khakis. Are you here? Hello, I can see you. Hey, just uh, how many shorts did that... What was the grand finale total? What did you net? No. That is not divisible by three. (laughs) I'm sorry to math you like that. 21, perhaps? Well, now now we're all wondering what happened to that one pair. (laughs) That's mom's cut. (laughs) I don't feel like this is going to happen again. (laughs) I would say, first off, if your concern is you'll somehow fall into this khaki vortex uh, once more, I do think that I would really appreciate the thrill of going about my life, day-to-day, eating whatever chilies I liked or melted ice creams and thinking, fuck these shorts. (laughs) I actually don't care. Dribble on down all you want, Mr. Chocolate Sauce. I've got another pair of you at home. I also think it would be worth it for, like, just gifting the story to the Goodwill employee who, like, opened the bag and was like... A light shines There's out of like it. There's like 30 pairs of khaki shorts in here. Is this person Doug Funny? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You could actually develop a uniform, which would be very cool. You could wear the same. You just need to tell them, like, I love green sweater vests and yeah. white T-shirts. Also, I need them for camp. I think if you want to stop the flow, you need to find some way to start doing the shorts like drugs. And I don't know what that looks like. There's probably some way of getting shorts inside of you that would goof you up somehow. I meant like smoking. God, you all are nasty. Pod- the Podcast One crowd was not nearly this yucky, and their bathroom usage was way better. I'm sorry to bring this back on you. I messed up. I flossed in front of my students. Now they won't uh, stop asking me to do it again. How did I regain power in my classroom? That's from Courtney in Vancouver. Are you here? I would it sounds li- like you have the power. Yeah, you're the most powerful person in that room for sure. You have something they want. As you say, do your homework and I shall floss. Yes, teacher. Or if you don't do your homework, I'm going to floss. 
is this how far gone we are that they have not seen people floss before? Like, is it like they've never, they never learned how? Is that fascinating? Wait a second, Justin? You know what I mean? (laughs) So wait, hold on. Audience, don't reward this. In your mind, this teacher, this wonderful bygone guest, just stood up one day and said, hey, class, check it out. And they were like, whoa! How did you put it between your chompers? That's why I... Do it again! These these plaque-riddled teens. (laughs) That's why I thought it was so funny. Well, that's our last episode, everyone. Uh, that's how we knew we were so far out of touch. We weren't allowed on the internet anymore. This is the this is the Fortnite, isn't it? The yep, Fortnite it's one of them. I do, I, I do not know how to continue with this question, which is unfortunate because I felt like I, it had a lot of I promise. Just, I thought it was weird that they've lost it. Okay, if yeah, walk us back. through it. Okay, I did think it was weird that they floss in front of their students. But also, I've been alive for 38 years, and floss has meant one thing for like 37 of those, so fuck off. Uh, Wait, how how did you turn so quickly to being on his side? We were all in this moment together 30 seconds ago. The good news is, in the, within like the next three months, I can pretty much guarantee you that floss is going to go back to only meaning that stuff you do with your teeth. The shelf life of these things is usually very limited. You made a prison for yourself, and it's not our job to scoop you out of it. We're not going to give you the, the, the ball hammer, Andy Dufresne. You, you goofed up pretty hard. You give a mouse a floss dance, and the rest of the saying, I don't... Travis I know is what the it only is. sort of know what it is. member of the team up here, I feel like. And I said something dirty like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. A real dirty word. <laughs> so you all remember. Why do you want them to relish in it? God, what a weird episode. I want it. I know what it I know what it means. Do it. In that no, do I'm not gonna dance. do it. No way. This is an audio medium. Not in a million years. He's just scared. You're making the show worse because there's not a reality in which this will happen. It's an audio product, and I'm not going to have... Oh, he's doing it! Oh, he's flossing so good! The speed of his arms is lifting him off the ground. It's... Whoa! He's ascending into heaven. Goodbye, Justin. Goodbye. (laughs) He he took his mic with him. What's it like in heaven, Justin? I just Jesus told me that floss has meant something for 2,000 years. And it wouldn't have occurred to him either, he says. I do have a Yahoo. Okay. This one was sent in by uh, the delivery man, Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's, uh, it's an anon- anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call Jason with an M. Jason asks... What does the moon smell like? I've always been curious about the, what the moon smells like, and because there is no time that I will be on the moon and or able to smell the moon, it is a question I honestly wonder about. Also, I can't smell moon rocks that are on Earth because their inherent moon smell would be compromised by Earth smells. Yeah. Excellent point, Jason. I, I am saddened by Jason's question because of the line, there will not be a time, because what I realize is the question is that there will not be a time when I will be on the moon and or able to smell the moon, which does create a scenario in which Jason is on the moon, but is unable to smell it because of that pesky glass and the helmet. And he's just picking up handfuls of moon dirt going, no, as he sucked back into space. Okay, I'm pretty sure... Th- it's the lack of atmosphere on the moon that would make it so you can't smell anything up there, right? See, like, even if you could... This is going to be another if you nut in space, does it push you backward? I think... I think everything got a smell. Everything got a smell. 
Water has a smell even if our noses can't pick it up so good sometimes. Everything got a smell. Even if you remove the atmosphere around it, if you take a stinky egg and you put it in a little vacuum tube and you suck all the air out, there may not... Will it fall at the same speed as a feather? Yes. There may not be the egg stink in there, but the egg still has a stink. Whoa. So you're, you're saying that if it's dark, it, like it's, if it's a dark part of the moon, you can, like the rock still has a look, even though you can't see it? Whoa. We're sober, but are we stoned? <laughs> here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I think that, okay, I'm pretty sure about this. There, you could never smell anything on the moon without compromising it with our terrible earth smells. Yes. If you brought a moon rock back in a vacuum And you stuck space, your head in there. Real you, fast. I think you could have one, right? You'd have one chance oh, where you oh. could like get the, get the good smell of it without the dirty oh, earth so, air. Wait, this is interesting. Justin thinks it would be a very good smell. Well, but you know, here's the problem. There would be no context because it literally smells like nothing on earth. So you would smell the moon and you'd be like, it smells like something. What would you compare That's it great. to? That's like seeing a new color for the first time. I want to smell the moon. But then think of the loneliness that you would have as being the only one who's ever smelled the moon. You could never discuss it with anyone. They would have to, no, this is 2019. There would be like a bunch, they would bring back millions of rocks in tiny vacuum boxes and they would all be wrapped in like blind boxes so you'd have to like have unwrapping videos and the people would smell them on YouTube is how it would probably go down. They wouldn't just bring back one moon rock in a vacuum box. Uh, yeah. Justin, We've talked about this too seriously for too long. Yeah. I'm just saying it's kind of a bummer that you can't smell the moon. What do you think the moon tastes like? No, I'm not going to do that. It's just rocks. But like the smell like of... Like cheese? No, like the smell of the moon. If the moon... It cro- smells like Neil Armstrong's feet. If the, if the moon crashed into the earth... Uh-huh. Okay. Majora's Mask. That would be bad. For sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm a lifelong knitter. And whenever I'm going somewhere where I know I will be waiting a lot, like the airport or riding public transport... We know. I mean, thank you, but like we know places you wait. Um, I like to take a small project and knit while I wait. The thing is, on several occasions, I've looked up for my work at just the right moment to see what someone clearly trying to take a picture of me. <sighs> More often than not, we lock eyes, and they know that I know they're trying to take a picture of me. What do I do when I make eye contact with the person trying to stealthily take my picture? I didn't think knitting in public was that weird. The awkwardness kills me every time, and that's from stitching in your Snapchat stories. Are you here? All right. And P.S., I'm Jennifer Garner. Yeah. The great news is you already have two sharp objects in your hand. (laughs) What the fuck are they doing? No matter how interesting or, like, unusual the thing you're doing is is like gotta take a picture of this stranger is always weird even if you were flying and someone's like well they're not looking <laughs> like that's a weird it's uncomfortable I'm gonna bet also that you are not the only person in this room that brought knitting with you today <laughs> alright yes I see some yes yes this I love but this is a sample size that is probably non-representative but still everybody's doing it <laughs> Maybe just everyone that you've seen try to take a picture is like me and has like is just sitting there thinking like this human being can focus for on a project that long? Who is this? I need to remember them visually forever. In my phone. Um, I think how What were they gonna do with that fucking picture? Instagram, you'll never believe that. A scarf. Can you I don't know how quickly you can knit but can you super quick knit like, fuck you? <laughs> or like, no. <laughs> like, or like a net you can throw over them. And oh, that like, would be good. Just give me the camera. <laughs> and then you smash it on the ground. And then you knit them a new camera. That's how it works. Yep. You knit a little uh, cocoon that you wrap them up in. <laughs> that would be actually be very comfortable. That would be, nice. That'd be a bad nice. punishment. Yeah. Knit me up a cocoon. That's just called a hammock. A fully enclosing apparatus? Is I've been doing hammock wrong. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> hey, this is unconventional, but I have a riddle. <laughs> oh. 
We do a segment called Riddle Me Piss. And You're not doing the voice. Riddle Me Piss. And Travis loves to take it over and do the voice. And I hate the voice. I like to keep it very straight-laced here on Riddle, Riddle Me Piss. Riddle Me Piss, yes. boys. This is, a que- this is a riddle. Does it say, uh, Travis, you know this website. Does it say who did it? No. Someone did this riddle, and they thought it was cool enough to share with the internet. Now I'm going to read it here in this room. Work it over in your own brain. I don't know why my voice just sounded like that. (laughs) Do not shout the answer out. I'll be furious. Don't. A man with two heads walked down the street, but no one noticed or cared. Why? A man with two heads walked down the street, but no one noticed or cared. Why? (laughs) Everyone was busy. Because in this cellular age, am I right? Uh, Put your phones down and look at the dude with two heads. Is it the dirty reason? (laughs) Okay. One head was in a bag. Zaphod Beeblebrox was filming. uh, You just wanted to say Zaphod Beeblebrox out loud. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. What's the answer? The second head was the head of lettuce he was carrying. (laughs) Still, someone should have noticed or cared. Lettuce, nice, good for you, Doug, eating healthy. If you did see someone carrying a head of lettuce around, you would notice and care. (laughs) I guarantee. This is from riddles.com, a website we like to visit from time to time. And I did not realize about this website, there is a like-dislike function, sort of similar to YouTube videos. I looked through a few of these. I looked through a lot of these. There's not a single one with a positive ratio. That's my favorite thing. Because every so often you'll see one where it's like 10 likes, 100 dislikes. I'm like, ooh, gotta check this one out. Yeah, I gotta know. We didn't time our segments out very well. <laughs> All the way out in Seattle, uh, we've been found by a haunted doll watch. Uh, this doll is named Rhea, or rather, mischievous Rhea, haunted spirit doll, haunted doll child, is the eBay listing. You can, uh, it's currently bidding with uh, no bids, starting at $9.99. Mm, the uh, evil number almost. The upside-down evil number. Rhea is the spirit of a nine-year-old child. That's a rough start. That's why it's $9.99. Very active energy and very demanding of attention. She communicates by spirit board and spirit box. She has broken English. Well, like, that's... For a ghost. For a ghost is good, though, if you think about it. That's pretty impressive. Like, why would you waste time with a bunch of words you don't need? Just, like, get to the point. You're using someone's pointer to scoot across a board. Yeah. There's not going to be a bunch of, like, apostrophes and stuff. It's ridiculous. Anyway. If, it, if, it, if my dog started talking and so I was like, that's amazing, and I'd be like, it's not full sentences. Yeah. How did you, how did you die? Horse. Tragedy. What does that mean? Give me some pronouns in there. Her favorite thing to communicate are. Oh, now who's speaking with broke? Yeah. Yeah, right? Her favorite things to communicate are no, mine, get it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty kitty. Apple time. Hey, Rhea, I'm going out on a date tonight. How do I look? Apple Apple time. time. (laughs) Speak sentences. Get it. What do you mean? Pretty kidding. (laughs) No, mine. And various other simple things that she repeats. Does she speak in broken English or does she say four different things? Like a a Pee Wee Herman doll you're pulling the string on. She is known to be heard giggling, especially when your back is to her. Okay. Why would you ever turn your back on something haunted? But you're cool. That sentence construction would be way different if you looked at her and she giggled. You could just write, she giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. They watched her face move. This it's one an is real. Child. Um, because of her broken communication, she has been very hard to learn from about her past. 
She is very content as she is. Cool. That's hey, like good for her. Why? We're all trying to get there, right? I mean, it, it does beg the question then why is she here? Because it seems like if you're content, that's when you normally get. You know, that's, no, that's an interesting thing that Justin has floated. <clears throat> that if you walk into, uh, there's not a toy store anymore, huh? Yeah, they don't. <laughs> you walk into an American Girl store, and it's like, good. Everyone here has fulfilled their their charge on Earth and ascended into the afterlife. All of these empty husks. Ah, ah. I just think, you know, maybe, like, she died, and she got trapped in a doll, and she was like, oh, no, uh, uh, you know what, it's apple time. Yeah. <laughs> she easily adjusts to new places and people. If you don't mind bumps in the night and hearing giggling and the sounds of little feet running around. I, I do mind. You have a child. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a child that we made together and is not a doll. But when you hear those feet in the night, you're not like, oh, damn it. Actually, <laughs> That's I would either my kid or a ghost. Right. I would be more scared if I heard feet running around in the middle of the night, and I did think it was my child who had woken up from slumber. <laughs> she is best with other spirits and people who are understanding and know to expect anything from mischievous spirits. If you're a lover of spirits and treat them as family... If you're kind and understanding of their special needs and care to require to own spirit items, then pl- <laughs> please consider Rhea. My spirit items come from a clean and non-smoking environment. I mean, it's important. Yeah. You do. You want to know that. You want to raise them right, you know? This is my favorite part. She will arrive to you carefully and safely packed in a discreet manner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just write on the box, dildo box, and no one will ever know. It would be pretty brutal to get, like, just, like, wrapped in cellophane. Just like a doll is lying on your porch. Like, well, we, that tell, that's a short story that tells you everything you need to know about our new neighbors, honey. Uh, I think well, I, time to move. I think I cracked the case. She'll arrive to you carefully. Uh, so please check back, as I'm offering many of my spirit items all month. My items are well-known and loved across social media. Oh, wait, who was this? R- Mysterious Rhea? Oh, yeah, she's great. <laughs> I know her on Tumblr. Previously, I was among the highest and trusted spirit item sellers on eBay until I took a break a few years back for family and self-care. You, what happened? You sold a doll that killed someone. <laughs> All right. You had to lay low. We get it. Anyway, that's your, uh, uh, for this week, your haunted doll watch. Don't do the thing. You always do the thing where you're like, ah, ha, ha, great job, But it's the only one, guys. It's the only one. Why not say, why start with like, that's it? Maybe go negative. Yeah, negus. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. We could tell they were trying, folks, but these boys just couldn't bring it home on this one. Grinding gears. Got to get the long cane and grab them all by the necks. And who's that holding the cane? Why, it's Mike Myers, and he's playing a new character. On this game Com- show. Comedy God, Dr. Kane. Dr. Herman Kane, starring Mike Myers. So we have some advertisements that we'd like to tell you about. Thank you to PodCon, by the way, for coming out to PodCon. Here's a... <laughs> what? Our what? first sponsor is Blue Apron. Blue Apron is wonderful. Blue Apron makes these boxes, and the boxes are full of food parts uh, and, ing- and special recipes specifically for those food parts that you follow to turn them into amazing dishes like sage and brown butter chicken with roasted vegetables and so many more. And it's Did not you just, know you can eat the box? You, Travis, they don't like it when you say that, I'm pretty sure. No, I mean, let me be clear. You're not supposed to, but you can. Yeah, and, I, and we're not going to tell you that it tastes better than a regular old box. But uh, No, it's, it's not seasoned. Let me be clear. The box is not seasoned. We won't not tell you that. So anyway, they got chef-designed recipes that use fresh, seasonally-inspired ingredients and time-saving tips and technique videos that help you learn how to be a better chef. It worked for me. I love cooking. I used to not. And then this magical box came into my life. I climbed inside of it. Traveled six years into the future, and now here I am talking to you today. And I just ate it. 
So check. I out need some gas. Menu. I need some gas money. I left my wallet back <laughs> back in 2013. Oh no! Uh, so check out this week's menu and get sixty dollars off at blueapron.com/slash/mybrother. That's blueapron.com/slash/mybrother. And then it says here, Blue Apron: A better way to cook. Parentheses. Don't eat the box. In parentheses. Yeah. Um, I got this next one. Okay. Eat stamp. No. <laughs> stamp for not to eat for mail. Okay. Dot com. Stamps.com is a website that is just like a post office uh, in that stamps are available, but in every other <laughs> in every other way possible. It's, it's different. It's like the post the office structure. in that Mark works there. <laughs> there are Marks involved, uh, but you won't feel like a Mark when you see these great Ooh. prizes and see how convenient, easy, reliable, and efficient stamps.com is. You know, it's it, it it is nice to be able to save yourself a trip to the post office, even if you have a, a delightful staff like I do, Frank and Tim and, and the Mark. whole game. I don't have a mark. <gasps> it has all the power of the US Postal Service. Uh and it's Who available sweeps your driveway. It's available during the shutdown, which a lot of people thought didn't go to stamps.com because they thought it wouldn't be working. But it's right there and you can go for it. You can enjoy stamps.com with a special offer that includes a four week trial plus postage and a digital scale. What? Start the new year off right. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the home page and type in my brother. That's stamps.com. Enter my brother. I wish people wouldn't put into my brother. I really need yeah. a different yeah. sort of just way of saying. Just don't ever, please don't do that. Input, do think, input, my brother. Input, my brother. Type, my brother. Do you think that when the postman brings your digital stamp, he knows that it's a, his way of saying goodbye? He, he just kind of hefts the box and he's like, hmm, hmm. kind of feels like uh, Jesus. You wouldn't be uh, <laughs> uh, trying to cut out the middle mark, would you? Because I. <laughs> I'm doing my best over here. Uh, but anyway, stamps.com. And then also, also at my brother, if you click on the microphone, type in my brother and press the return key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, I avoided saying it again. Hi, I am Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. Together, we host a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Uh, we're both stand up comics. We recently met each other because women weren't allowed to work together on the road or in gigs for a long, long time. And so our friendship has been unfolding on this podcast for a couple of years. Jackie constantly works the road. I write for Conan and then I work the road in between. We do a lot of stand-up comedy. And so we celebrate stand-up and yes. we also bitch about it. We keep it to an hour. We don't have any guests. We somehow find enough to talk about every single week. So find us. You can subscribe to The Jackie and Lori Show at MaximumFun.com org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, bye. Uh, that sounds like one to check out. Uh, if you would like a different podcast, though, we have half of one, a perfectly <laughs> good half of a podcast left here for you, left on your plate. You know, there are kids in other countries that would love to eat half of a podcast. They, they got earphones with only one cup on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect for this half a podcast. With this, we're going to do a couple questions here. That, I guess dead questions, the opposite As of our live, live ones. Yeah, undead questions. Uh, we our show at PodCon was ended up being kind of short, and we had some issues during the the audience questions. And so we're going to try instead of give the, delivering you a thirty five minute long podcast, we're going to we're going to uh, fill for time, as they say in TV business. TV business. Mm-hmm. Do we have a question, Justin? I got a question for you. I work for a very small company, and my boss loves going on cruises. My husband and I are well-traveled, but when my boss learned we had never been on one, he gifted us a trip with himself and his wife on a cruise to the Bahamas as a Christmas bonus. Oh, man. It was a fine enough trip, but my husband and I decided we are not cruise people, and we would not like to repeat. Oh, you went. Dang, you went, huh? Okay. But my boss had so much fun, he keeps telling me that he can't wait for another annual winter trip with us. <laughs> oh, This no. fucking guy. This fucking guy. He already did the biggest, worst thing, and he's looking for a traditional repeat. Gross. Brothers, how do I kindly let down this generous offer and ask for a different form of Christmas bonus? 
That's from Maroon in Michigan, and I think I speak for all of us when I say, well, holy fucking shit. Yeah. I Are you fucking with me right now? I cannot this? imagine more of like them. a setup spike than like, I got you a cruise with me. <laughs> this seems like a the the makings of like the Murder. next bad Will Ferrell and John C. John C. Riley feature film. I feel like this seems like this seems like the plot of an of a of a film more than it does a real what, thing. Wasn't this like an Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore thing? Or it's like you're gonna go on a trip, but you gotta go with this person. I think it was, was called a, Flipped. 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 Flip the trip. Flip our Africa trip. Yeah. Um. I think it's like, called Flipped. <laughs> I think it's called Flips. If you say enough nouns, eventually you will say the name of a Drew Carey, Adam Sandler. That's <laughs> uh, Drew yeah. Barrymore film. Drew Carrymore. Drew Carrymore is the name. That's their celebrity couple name. Here's what you do. Matt, I have a pitch. Yeah, And it's going to take a little bit of acting, but I think you can do it. You're going to make direct eye contact with your boss and say, in the interim, since the last group, which, oh, yes, you did have a wonderful time. But in the interim, you watched on the same night Pirates of the Caribbean and Captain Phillips, and now you can never go on a ship again. Are you equating the events of those two movies in any way, Travis? Pirates take over a ship, Griffin? I don't know. Maybe they have a little bit in common. I'm one of them. Maybe is, they have a little in common, it's Griffin. Just not in terms of whimsy, they don't. Their, their whimsy sort of meters are on completely different sides of the spectrum. Well, I haven't seen Captain Phillips. No. I have to apologize also if you're getting any background noise on my feed. Um, uh, uh, the Ocean's Eleven guys are here and they're trying to steal my whole house. Um, <laughs> oh, that's another one you could say. Ocean's Le- that doesn't take place on a cruise ship, but you're just infri- afraid of general crime at this part. Maybe there's a casino on the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I think fear-based is the way you're right. going to want to go. We need to step into this question because we're having a lot of fun here, but we need to get our hands fucking dirty. And decide yes. what this person's going to do. Like, we're making goof-em-ups when we're talking about Captain Phillips and stuff, but, like, we really, really need to get bone deep in this one, I feel like. Maybe, ooh, is there a patsy in your office that you can be like, listen, I can't I can't take all the cruise fun. You know, Sharon was saying the other day how much she loves cruises. Maybe she and her partner want to go with you this year, and you make it like a rotating, oh, like employee of the year bonus, and then you do a you shitty do job. You do a horrible job. Probably not. I don't think that one would work, honestly, because I think that he's crazy for cruises with you. Just wild for him. Maybe you could go one more time, but really tank this one. Oh. Like you eat all the shrimp and you forgot your sandals, so you have to like wear business shoes to the pool. So this and is the this is the script for Dude Cruise Two, which is yeah. the second one with Will and Will and uh uh John, and they are getting together on this one, but this time they want to have a bad cruise. Because yes. in Dude in Dude Cruise One, they had a great time. They met their wives, uh Crab grabbed onto Will's penis. <laughs> And in this one, but in a good way. Uh, you saw that. In the good trailer, for but... good for me as the viewer. If you heard how funny it was, uh, but in this one, two crabs get on there, but they have a bad time. And Dude Cruise Two, uh, something's gone sour on the seven seas. It's a long poster, <laughs> but it's, it's, a, well, it's a widescreen sort of uh, landscape poster. poster. Our first landscape poster at film historians. All agree that the first ever landscape poster was for Dude <laughs> Cruise Two. Sorry, what was the subtitle of the film again? Something's gone sour on the seven seas. <laughs> I believe that's correct. Yes. Now, Griffin, are you saying that they want to? Ha- they're going to have a bad time because it's a bad time, or that the movie wants us, the audience, to stop coming to the Dude Cruise movies so they can stop. Oh, it's like a sabotage. I don't even think they could pull that off. There's nothing they could do on that screen that would make me not come back for the next one. I'll watch Cruise 3, Cruise to the Moon. I'm just tantalized by the idea of three crabs hanging off of Will Ferrell's ruined (laughs) member. (laughs) How many more crabs can he put on there? It's three. You have a Yahoo graph? Yeah, sure, I got one here. Um, This one was sent in by several people. Thanks, everyone. It's from Yahoo Answers user Jenny, who asks, Cat smelled my vape? Is that okay? 
I was playing around with my vape and my cat was beside me. It was turned on and my cat, the vape, I assume, uh, was turned on. <laughs> Not the and, cat like, I'm alive. <laughs> uh, it was turned on and my cat came over and smelled it directly in front of the mouthpiece. I didn't know if it was bad for cats until I did some research after. Now I'm really concerned if the cat going to be okay. So the concern is that in smelling it, it was ripping mad cotton. It right? was like, so close to the carb or whatever uh-huh. and did what I do when it's time for me to do my tricks at the street corner. Uh-huh. Um, and may, like I didn't see any of that, that delicious fog come out of the cat, but maybe it was just, you know. Oh, maybe it's still holding it. It might still be. <laughs> And so, like, th- three weeks from now, you're going to open up, you know, the, the can of Fancy Feast, and he's just going to look up at you like, <laughs> Fuck you, Denny. <laughs> you said I couldn't rip? Crank I can rip. That's yeah, possible. Then that's not good. I don't think you're supposed to keep that stuff in there that long. Do they no. make special vape juice for cats? It's all like tuna. Or like catnip. Imagine that. Like I breathe out just a, a mad cloud. Yeah. And my cat's just like, I love it. And there's my cat like swirling around in it, having a good old time. What if and you're- And I'm dead because I inhaled catnip, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> well, he loves your corpse. <laughs> He's wild about it. I don't think you need to make it more addictive for cats. Cats are already so prone to get addicted to vaping. I don't feel like you want to make it taste like something that Actually, I don't know. Is it taste? I don't know what drives me so wild about catnip, honestly. I'm not sure of the mechanics. I think it's just that it's forbidden. Yeah. Uh, is it forbidden? Okay. That's that how sense. they know. Because it's still a Schedule One drug. So when cats get the chance to get catnip, they just go fucking crazy because they're like, who knows? Then I'll get more catnip. I don't have a car or a job. If we were to develop a brand of vape juice, accessories, carbs, uh, uh-huh. turbo turbo batteries and what what have you mm-hmm. uh, tanks and all of it i'm thinking specifically of the juices and the flavors were designed so that humans and cats could both enjoy it Ooh. so you and your buddy could pass them back and forth right cuz like right i don't want to give a huff of you know strawberries sex or whatever i'm huffing today over mm-hmm. to over to the kitty because uh-huh. it might be, it, it, they might not enjoy it. But I don't want to have the stinky tuna, like Travis suggested, in my mouth. So what's the what's the compromise here? So you're talking about what's the flavor or what's the brand name? What's the flavor? I don't. I'll, I'll think of the brand name later. This is Mabim Bam. Some uh, maybe 18, saucer 18, of milk. Ninety people will tweet at us with the brand name. You know what? I like cream. Kitty like cream. Cream maybe vape like, is not good cream. for me. I think. Kitty like kitty like cream. Kitty <laughs> like cream. Yeah, sure. I don't want milk. I don't like any sort of milk in my. I love vape. a creamy, round vanilla cream. Oh, just a cream. I lap it up. La, 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 lap it up la, 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 la. is. Oh, lap Chal- it up would be a good name la- for a brand. Yeah. It's just challenging. It's challenging when you oh, say okay. lap it up. Like what that. if is can I just way- can we just put cream in the tank? Mm-hmm. And the vape problem is it? you can only do that once. Got to crank your ohms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some good ohms though to get uh, through that my, cream. I got one point twenty one gigawatts. <laughs> Don't worry about is, it. Is there a I way? Love, I love to, Star Trek jokes, but that is actually going to start a fire in your mouth, and yeah. I don't think you should try to to vape cream. Is there a way to have a flavor that when the cat tastes it, tastes like Dave killed a mouse, but when I taste it, tastes like the peace of mind I have knowing that my kitty kills the mice? Hmm. That was. The most abstract thought that has ever been communicated via this podcast. I think. Or the I English language. I that was the most like. challenging abstract thought I've ever heard on this exact Listen, show. what I make is art, and it's up to your interpretation. I'm not here to tell you how to feel about the complicated idea I just laid before you. Yeah. You look at it, you sit on that bench, maybe you try to draw it for your art class, you do a shitty job because you're not where I am. Yeah. That's my art. <laughs> Travis is like Jackson Pollock, but instead of paint diarrhea, it's like thought diarrhea. That's correct. Lap it up. (laughs) Jesus. Also, lasagna. Flavored. (laughs) Oh, nailed it. Two things are those. I work at an escape room 
For the most part, I love my job. I, real quick, I got to place an embargo right here. We can't talk about the cool escape rooms we've gone on because that'll take okay. 25 minutes. Okay, you got continue. It. We'll I save lo- that for the after show. But I will say that if you come to the Lost Escape Room in Huntington, oh my God. in the area, uh, our dad is in like three of them. Yeah. In like the videos. It's not in the room. <laughs> he might be in the room, but he is in the videos. It's Please good. free our daddy from the escape room. Tell no one. I think he's a private detective. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, I love my job, but I really struggle when teams who are very terrible at the whole thing ask how they did. Usually I mumble some nonsense about how they solved a particular puzzle. I fear it's very obvious. I'm grasping at straws. <gasps> What's the convenient line I can use for these hapless dummies <laughs> ask me this dreaded question? That is from Artisanal Escape in Astoria. What kind of person do you have to be to be to do a very bad job and lose an escape room, but then also be like, how'd I do? <laughs> like, well, well hypothetically you you would have died in there if that was a real room, so bad? I mean, you lie, but you need to do so while making eye contact with the actually good people in that group who I guarantee are 50 times more frustrated than you are at that mm, moment. Right. Or go the other way and be like, you're the only one who really solved it. Remember how you became so focused on that lamp and everybody else told you that the lamp was nothing and to leave the lamp alone because you spent 20 minutes on the lamp and it was just a lamp? You were right. You were right. It you remember was when lamp. you walked in? The and you, lamp was the room. Do you remember when you walked over and you knocked all the chess pieces off the board, making the entire room unsolvable for everyone? <laughs> that was so smart. <laughs> that was so smart and cool. Do you remember when you ate one of the cookies that was on the plate and the number of cookies answered how to get out of the room? Do you remember yeah, when we told you awesome. not to fool with the outlets or the vents and you unscrewed that one vent with your keys and tried to climb in it like John McClane. (laughs) (laughs) Your arm and head got stuck and we called the fire department and they had to come ply you out with the jaws of life and you lost (laughs) your pinky finger. That was actually, you were very you're close. So close. You were so close. close. You were, were supposed a, to lose your thumb. Yeah. There was a key. If yeah. you just reached a little farther, there was a key. When you kept loudly suggesting that if everyone just kept farting at the same time, it would the pressure would blow the front door wide open. That you're the only one, and good news, you, now you're the now you're the puzzle master. Wouldn't it be fun to have a, mm. a puzzle escape room where at the end of it they lost, and you say, "Well, did you?" pry the power outlets off the wall? They said, no, you told us specifically not to do that. It's like, huh, well. Twist. I guess you still learned a little something today. (laughs) Nothing is what it seems. Nothing is what it seems. I I also said nothing is what it seems. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would love to, wouldn't you guys fucking love to make up an escape room? I think it would be so fun. I think I would, but then I would be so mad. Like, I would be watching on the monitors, and they'd solve a puzzle that I thought was really hard, but they'd do it in, like, 30 seconds, and I'd just, like, go down there and be like, no, you don't appreciate this enough. Leave. You're done. You escaped. You're rushing through it. (laughs) Gotta enjoy it. Save the lock. Did you smell the puzzle? I did a good job. I don't know why the escape rooms have to only challenge the mind. Yes. Mm. Like, why not have a big oiled man? In the final, standing between you and the actual open door out of the place. (laughs) (laughs) So you open the, you do the code. Fresh air awaiting. (laughs) Spin the globe. You connect the dots. You turn off the light. You use the black light to find the four numbers, to turn the key, to swallow the cat, to eat the fly. And you open the door to the final lock. And there's Brutus. And there's a sign above him that says, fight the man. (laughs) Fight the man. (laughs) Fight the man for clue. (laughs) Fight man for freedom. (laughs) Fight man for clue. And sitting next to him is a six-foot party (laughs) sub you have to finish before you can get out the door. Yeah, eating, eating, mind, body, stomach. Everything, <laughs> right, man? Clue and maybe and just ha- a challenging concept, mm. like, like, uh, and what do you think about the idea of faith? And you're like, oh, oh shit. shit, okay. Oh, um, <sighs> the clues in the man. <laughs> <laughs> Unlock man. <laughs> Unlock man. Fight clue. Use clue on man. Use Unlock clue on man. Use carrot on man. <laughs> oh man, ain't carrot. I oh. like to stand in escape rooms and just say West. West, west, use door, damn it, use note on door, 
Uh, fight, fight, man. <laughs> That's good. Did you try hug, man? You would have had it. Yeah, you didn't actually. Love have was the answer the whole yeah, time. You had to debate Love him. man. Love yeah. self. <laughs> you had to debate him about climate change. It wasn't a physical <laughs> fight. God, he's a Come scientist on. who takes care of himself. He's just an in shape scientist. What about your pre- preconceived notions? Yeah, maybe that was the true challenge. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We got a little bit more for you. Uh, live from our live appearance at Podcast Convention 2. Thanks again for coming out to it. And uh, thank you to uh, everyone we met there who was so very nice. Um, we had a great time. We hope you did too. So uh, that's going to do it for us, folks. So let's get, uh, without any further ado, let's get back into the show. Hello, my name is Taylor. My pronouns are she, her. Hi. Hi, Hi. Taylor. Hello. Hi. Okay, so I have a new boss at my office job, and her and one of my coworkers do not get along. Um, Sometimes they'll go into my boss's office, and they like to have, I guess, quiet arguments. So my question is, what's the best way to eavesdrop? Okay. So that I can... Because sometimes you can just hear them because they're loud enough, but other times... It's like standing in my coworker's doorway that's next to theirs and like Okay. Oh, okay. I love and you got to have you yes. got to have the juice. Right. <laughs> got it. Okay. Uh, and what is your your name in question? Hi, my name is Lisa. Lisa? Uh, yeah. Pronoun she her. Um, my friend set me up with her fiance's cousin and Oh, thank God up. you finished that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that setup he threw up on my shoes and feet. She's planning on sitting me next to him at her wedding. Uh, How do I interact or get away from that? I Did really... the date go well otherwise? <laughs> no, no. It was a real Prince Charming. There was one part. Uh, I want to do that question very badly uh, because, again, I don't know the best way to tell you to install a bug in your boss's office that's going to sound ethical. I would, I would actually try just, like, walking past and just say, like, King Louder, yeah, please. <laughs> or, ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, wait, hold on. I can help very quickly. Whisper into their ear as they're talking. Say, like, can I just take a moment? They said the meanest thing just a second ago, you would not believe it and try to make them angrier. Because <laughs> if they're like really stirred up, they so might get into it a little it, deeper. Yeah. Or just lean in and go, what are you arguing about? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want them writing it down. <laughs> I learned shorthand for this. HR says I have to hear all of this. <laughs> <laughs> that happened once. We had to call HR down because they were yelling very loudly and it was disturbing other people. That's why they whisper now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Tell them it's a. Tell them you're on a special HR mission, and you have to listen to every. <laughs> tell them HR said this was too quiet. Now they had to find a middle ground. <laughs> right? Does that help? Just yeah. Thank average. You. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you and then much. I want to. I want to address the other one too. Um, you asked what to do in that situation. And I think the first thing you need to do is cheat a little bit to the right with the way that you're sitting next to this next to this person. I say that. They're probably... Can I say something? They're probably not going to barf on you again. And, you know, here's the wonderful thing about social anxiety. I bet they're more nervous than you are. I'd hope so. They were my favorite shoes. What? What? They so- were my favorite shoes and suede. Oh, no. <laughs> Did they refund, like, pay for the shoes? No, he texted me the next day, and I just never responded. Yeah, well, you made the right choice there, I think. <laughs> Although, what a story that would have been. Yeah. How did you meet? Well, I wasn't sure at first. <laughs> but it's what's inside that counts. <laughs> Does that help? Definitely, yeah. Okay, excellent. Uh, folks, thank you so much for coming to our uh, podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. If you uh, would like some merchandise based on our program, there are T-shirts and pins, some of which, like, pins you can't get online anymore over at the DFTBA booth over there. Um, so go get, get them. Get it. It's Apple time. It. It's Apple, Apple time, time, folks. Apple time. Um, also, I, we have some more, like, thing panels and meet and greets and stuff that we're doing tomorrow here at yes. BotCon, So, But everybody does, so just yeah. come to the one Check out everyone to. else's stuff. Thank you all so much for coming. Like, this yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, this and- is incredible. Um, <laughs> um, 
Thank you, thank you to um, Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Maximum Fun is a great place for us to do our thousand podcasts, and we are very appreciative of them. And to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Um, every week on My Brother, My Brother, and Me, Griffin has like a final Yahoo. Don't exit yet. Wait. No, hold on. Hold on. There's still more goof. There's lots of good stuff coming. I mean, if you all need to go, please go ahead. Just don't start a stand. And leave me some pizza. Um, uh, 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 there's a last question that Griffin says, and then we pretend like we're going to talk about it later. That's Here it comes. It. This one was sent in by Sid Ross. Thank you, Sid. It's uh, an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call. Um, Jameson asks... Does anyone else crush up Pringles, pour some on the lid, and then eat them like a pet licking water from a bowl, or is that just me? My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother and my brother may kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Everything's Coming Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but I mean, like, you can't say that about a lot of of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point had been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, smell you later.